What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Thursday morning episode of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. I'm with you every morning at Sports Talk Matt, my handle on our Discord channel and all socials, bettingpros.com slash chat to come on in. More on that here in just one second. I got a couple of things to say here at the top, but last couple of days, this is almost over. Our Omaha Stakes 50% off holiday sale promotion going on right now. It's almost over. If you want to take advantage, do it now. Promo code is JUICE. JUICE to save $30 off at checkout. Minimum purchase may be required. There'll be a new campaign starting after the Christmas holiday on Monday. So we're into the final home stretch of this. Get to OmahaStakes.com. Use the code JUICE at checkout to save $30 on the 50% off site-wide sale going on right now. Okay, two in one night last night. Good in college basketball. Radford came in. You bet the money line. You got Radford even better there. They beat West Virginia on the road. That was good. We got the North Carolina win, which was nice. Uh, And then Alabama had it, and then they didn't. Both of my losses last night, I went one and two on the Creighton game, but they both had the same problem. Teams in college basketball that are heavily reliant on the three, they go cold. (laughs) you're going to lose. And the blue Jays went ice cold, awful, awful game. Baylor Shunderman had a horrible game for the blue Jays. It's going to be interesting to see too, because of the national, the, uh, the, the name image and likeness deals that these kids are getting. Does that mean you can criticize a college kid more? Remember that whole line? Like you can't talk about a college kid because he's not making any money playing the sport. Does that mean that the rules are off? Because I thought about that. I was like, man, Baylor is not young, though. Baylor is, I think he's 24. So it's not like he's a kid. But man, his streak for three pointers got broken. And he took a three at the end of the game with five seconds left. That was complete hero ball, like took the ball himself. He missed a free throw, a one and one. He could have tied the game at the line. He didn't had a chance to hit the game winner, but could have made a play for a teammate, could have driven the basketball, kicked out, could have gone to the rim. Variety of things could have happened besides a pull-up 40-foot jump shot that was woefully off. It just looked like a lot of me ball for Creighton. Not good. They got point guard problems. I mean, Steve Ashford is is a he's a good spot-up shooter, but he's not athletic. He can't handle, I mean, in the Big East, I think he's going to have a really hard time. I really don't think he's athletic enough to guard the guards in the big East, he got pushed around and he can't get to the rim either. So Alabama, same problem. They've got Sears. I love Sears. He's a really good player, but he's undersized. Arizona's now nine and one ATS. They are just, they're phenomenal. They're a lot of fun. We'll ride them a lot in the pac 12. They're going to have a big year team that you may, I'm close to pulling the trigger on them to win the national championship. I, I, I think that they've got the horses to do it. They're really, really good top to bottom. So we may get into that coming up for next week before the Pac-12 conference schedule begins. But two and one, 0.9 up, good there officially. That was nice. And then I ended up getting some stuff. I mean, I got the Creighton first half, line right, total wrong. And then I bet the Jays to cover seven and they didn't. They lost the game outright in overtime. So I went I went one and two in that game personally, but then we wound up getting the Evansville game right. So that was nice. Evansville team total came in. So we played that, that hit. So overall, it was pretty much a flat. I think it was down a little bit because of the Creighton game. I got a little bit too crazy, but officially up 0.9 units uh, on the day. So we've had a flat day, a bad day and a good day. 
here we are on Thursday. One quick thing. So before I taped here tonight, I was in our Discord channel. And look, the Daily Juice part of the Discord channel is the only place I hang out. So I'm protective of it. Somebody came in and tried to get everyone to bet a same game parlay. And I'm perfectly comfortable with people going in there and place all your plays. I mean, D Nizzy was so successful that we made a sub channel for him. Okay. His handle, we made a sub channel on the daily juice because his pick, his picks, he had so many plays. People wanted to know every day, like, what are you betting? And I'm perfectly cool with that. Like my job is to help you guys make money in any way, form or possible. So I said, go ahead and make a sub channel for D Nizzy. And you know, D Nizzy watches basketball. I think it's called off the juice channel. I love that. I mean, I love the guy. He's tremendous, but not when someone comes in and recommends same game parlays. And I said, you know, look, it's a bad bet. Same game parlays are a bad bet. Okay. This is the dirty little secret going on right now in sports betting that nobody wants to talk about. You know, the companies and I'll let them be nameless, but you know, the companies that do the six game, the six leg parlays for props, you know, those companies. Now there's a lot of questions about the legality of it, but I don't care about that. It's legal in most States at the moment, but the odds aren't true. Did you know that a six game parlay, a six leg parlay should pay somewhere from 45 to 55 to one, but they offer 25 to one. Now, even when you win, they're not paying you the true odds of what you should be getting. They're still winning when you do that. So you put 10 bucks down and you win 250 and you're like, I won 250. Yeah, but you should have won 450, not 250. So that's the problem with what's going on in betting right now. Same game parlays are everywhere. And I will stand behind my take on them that there's a reason why the books push them so hard. Okay. I get it. Everybody, every single outlet I work for has asked me to do a same game parlay. I tell them the same thing all the time. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to carry the water. Betting is hard enough. 11 versus 10 is hard enough. I've told you, I don't think parlaying is great, but two-leg parlays are nothing compared to same-game parlays. The correlation, the difficulties, sure, some people make money. Absolutely, some pros take advantage. Some sharps do very, very well. But we had somebody come in and said, the odds don't matter. He said, the, I'm not kidding you, this person on the Discord channel, go look at it. He said, the odds, because I don't look at the odds. The odds don't matter. The odds don't matter. The odds are the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that matters. I mean, sure, it's great when you're betting four legs at minus 200 and you think you're going to go ahead and cash. He claimed he was hitting at a 70% clip. Again, you claim you hit 70% of anything. I'm calling BS right away. I'm calling BS. So just I kind of want to tell you guys where I am on this stuff because I don't know. Somebody took one of my tweets and they did a Twitter spaces about one of my tweets and the guy hosting it said, Matt Peralta, who has been known to like to question things, put this tweet out. That's how he introduced me. I wasn't there. I wasn't invited to that, to that conversation. They just had it without me about my tweet. And it was questioning about what happened on Monday night with the Geno Smith news and how the total moved and how the side moved and Geno Smith was active. And we saw tweets coming out that he looked great to the GM said he looked great in warmups. 
surprised how good he looked. He didn't play a single snap. He was never going to play. Drew Locke was told he was playing the second he arrived at the building, three and a half hours prior to kickoff. The Seahawks told Drew Locke, you're starting. Seahawks used the media. They used Adam Schefter. They used the media to do some clandestine misdirection, trying to confuse the Eagles. Okay. So like, I just thought that was a little interesting that, you know, a team can use the media members can move markets and the ESPN reporter who got it wrong. I mean, he just throws his hands up and says, Oh, well, but remember ESPN is a book. Oh no. Pens the book, Matt. Well, yeah, but ESPN bets on the name, right? So I'm just saying like, I'm a little different. Okay. I'm a little different in this space. Everyone wants to get along to go along at the moment and, and they just want to get paid and I get it. It's hard to get paid in this business and I don't get paid because of my stances on a lot of things. People don't want to do business with me because they're like, Oh, Matt, you know, you're too honest. You know, that Matt Peralta, yes, too many questions. Okay. But I'm doing this for you guys. That's what I'm trying as, as, as a guy who has learned a lot from people in the business who actually book games people who are in the world of actually taking bets. These people I talk to, I've learned from, I listen, and then I get to come and relay that to you guys. That's how I feel I am. I am a conduit to this information because I think when people find out that a six game or a six leg parlay with props should pay you 50 to one or 45 to one and not 25 to one, you might stop and go, huh, that's weird. Why isn't that? Why don't you pay that? Why are you paying me almost half of what you should be paying me by the math? And I ain't a math guy. Anybody who knows me, I'm not great with the math, but I know that 45 is more than 25. I do know that. <laughs> so just to kind of tell you guys where I'm at, because my, my gut tells me that's going to continue in our Discord channel and that's going to continue with our Daily Juice community and people are going to go back and forth on these things. And chances are, if you're young and if you're a guy in your 20s and you've been firing on same game parlays, you think that that's part of that's what you should be doing. You think that's what betting is. That's not betting, guys. OK, it's just it's it's not. It's a lottery. You're buying lottery tickets and lottery tickets hit sometimes. Sure. Scratch tickets hit sometimes. No debating. it. But you're dealing with the same type of odds. And even when you do hit most of the time, you're not being paid the true odds. And a parlay calculator should be your best friend. If you don't know what that is, you can DM me and ask me. I'll show you a couple of them. But go Google parlay calculator to see what the odds should be versus what the odds are that you're being offered. And you might be surprised. Okay, you might be a little bit angry and it might be a little bit surprised about what the odds should be versus what the odds are on these contests, these websites, these books. It's a little bit frustrating, okay? Just as I'm in Vegas, I'm around people who've been doing this for 20, 30 years. Guys like Robert Walker, guys like Dave Sherapan, guys like Jeffrey Benson, okay? These, these are lifers. These are the legends. These are the people who built this thing. And when they talk, I listen. And then I get to come and talk to you guys. And tell you, and if you don't know who those three guys are, Google the three of them. You're going to go, whoa, okay? They have been at the forefront of all of this stuff. And when they start raising their hands going, hey, this is a little weird, I listen. So sorry for the rant, but I just, it's beyond just like Matt says, don't bet parlays. It's beyond that, okay? It's more aggressive than that. My opinion is a lot sharper than that, than just don't bet parlays. 
There's math behind reasons why. There's math behind why. Don't bet same game parlays. Don't bet parlays generally. Two-leggers, okay, I'm not really against them. Teasers technically are same game parlays in a way, but it's alt spreads. Okay, but there's, a, there's an equation. There's a thought process. There's a long system behind it. So, and it's two legs. You add that third leg, go do the math and see how more difficult it is to win in the long term by adding the third, the fourth, the fifth leg to a parlay. All right. Enough of that. Let's talk about the games tonight. So I've got a player prop on Thursday night football that I'm going to put a half a unit down. And then I'm going to give you an NBA player prop off of the bet, uh, the, 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 uh, the prop bet cheat sheet that we have off of the betting pros app that you can go download that for free right now. If you want, it's really cool. You should do that. That does not get populated until the lineups are set. All right, so speaking of Discord channel, I will give you a player prop in the NBA that I like that I'm going to bet for a half a unit here tonight, okay? But I don't have it on the podcast. It's going to be put in the Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat to get in. I'll put it in the Daily Juice channel for there, and I will at everybody so everybody gets alerted, have your notifications on so you get to see when I do that, and you know that I've posted the player prop there so you can fade or follow it, okay? Let's talk Rams and the Saints. Lines four. I'm taking the Rams. Here's why Rams are eight, five and one ATS on the year. The saints are four, nine and one ATS. The saints are four and three at home, but their wins have been against Cleveland, Washington and Seattle, three straight wins at home and covers for the Rams Two, four and one on the road here. Now for the saints, they have covered their last two games, but those games were at home. This is a different team. This is Jekyll and Hyde. The Saints offense on the road is not good. Saints offense at home is pretty decent. I lean towards the under 46 in this game. I don't know how many points the Saints are going to score. Their offense is highly ineffective on the road. It is very good at home, but their defense is pretty good against the pass. Well, what happens here for the Rams? Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Obviously, they're going to throw the rock, right? They're going to look to throw. Saints are hard to throw on, except the Saints give up about 92 yards per game on the ground. And this is a problem because Kyron Williams has been absolutely epic. He's gone over over 100 yards in four of the last five games. He's gone over 89 and a half yards in five of the last seven. Guess what we're betting? Over 89 and a half yards rushing, half a unit. Kyron Williams running the rock here for the Rams. I think they run the ball down the Saints' throats. And I think they do play action and they hit some big plays there. But I don't think this Saints offense can score enough on the road against the Rams. It's indoors. Yes, it's a dome team against another dome team. But this is not a fan base that travels all that well. There will be Saints fans there, but it's not like you're going to see Raider fans. You're not going to see Chief fans or Charger fans. It's not going to be anywhere near like that, you know, coming all over here. This is the Rams who still pretty much have a fan base in Los Angeles. The Chargers don't. The Rams do. And the Rams are trying to make the playoffs. And Matthew Stafford's playing at an elite level. Their offense is clicking. I think the game probably does go under because I think it's like a 24-10 type game. And I think you could bet the team total is 23 and a half. It's heavily juiced. If you see 23 and a half, it's like minus 140. 24 and a half is like minus 115. So 24 is the number for the Rams tonight. The books are projecting. And I think it it feels kind of right. Thursday night football, Saints are good against the pass. I don't see the Saints really getting lit up by the Rams. 
but running the football is going to keep the clock running and that's going to prevent possessions for the, for the saints offense. And I don't think they capitalize even when they do over the ball. I don't think they capitalize Rams minus four, 1.1 units. I'm going to back Stafford at home here. And then I'm going to take Karen Williams over 89 and a half rushing yards. I, I, I'm really excited by the way, just so you know, Karen Williams has run for 158, 143, 88, 114, 152 over his last five games. 20, 16, 21, 25, 27 carries for the Rams. He's been tremendous. Okay. Just absolutely tremendous coming out of, out of Notre Dame. And a guy that I think will tonight be featured. Look, it's going to be a very popular prop bet. Okay. Everyone's going to be on it. That's why I gave it to you early because the number's going to run. Okay. Some books are already at 91. So I'm at 89 and a half. Gave that out on the Discord channel earlier tonight. Said, hey, this number's going to go. Get on this now. 89 and a half. I think Williams runs the ball, and I think it's going to be a very prop popular prop. Last game on the road, they gave up the the Saints gave up 91 yards rushing to Bijan Robinson of the Falcons. So give you a comparable opportunity there. So half a unit on Williams over eight nine and a half yards rushing, 1.1 units down on the Rams minus four. I do think the under is a decent play at 46, but I'm not going to make it because I'm trying to stay away from totals. Just they haven't totals to me haven't been the best of friends, but. My hockey bet is a total bet. This number is six and a half, and I really can't believe it's six and a half. I'm actually kind of surprised this number is six and a half because I think it should be seven. I think it might wind up being seven, but, you know, it's seven now. By the way, the first seven and a half of the year pops the Oilers and the Devils is seven and a half, which is unbelievable. Under is minus 162 at FanDuel. You want to jump on that. But Vancouver and the Dallas Stars, it's Wedgwood who is in net because he has to be in net because they're, they're carrying one goaltender right now up against um, the up against Vancouver's Demko is starting Demko's goals against average is not awful, but it's high. It's 2.8. He's giving up three goals tonight. Demko will give up three. Wedgwood will give up three game will be three, three, hopefully four, three final. We go over. Okay. Now, is that a perfect ride? Maybe, but Dallas at home is 11 and four to the over this season. And on the road this year, Vancouver is 11, four and two to the over. So we've got like, you know, Demko's great at home, not as good on the road. Wedgwood's the number two goaltender because Ottinger's hurt. Both teams score a ton. I've been ice cold in hockey. You want to fade that bet? I don't blame you in the least to fade that bet, but the numbers are all pointing towards an over between Vancouver and Dallas here over six and a half, 1.1 units down minus 110. That's widely available right now. I think it might might be at seven. I, I don't know what to do. The other thought, I mean, like I said, Oilers and the devils, the over probably is the right play there, but like, my God, <laughs> seven, everyone's at seven Fandles at seven and a half. They're always, they don't do whole numbers. They always go to the half over seven is uh plus money under one fifteen. under seven, pretty much everywhere opened at seven. The highest juice is 15 right now. Circa in Vegas is at 15. DraftKings is at 15. Caesars is 15. So minus 115 there. So that was the other thought. And Nashville and Philadelphia, you want to do first period over? You want something extra? Nashville and Philadelphia, first period overs have been very good for Nashville. They continue to be one of the best teams in all of hockey to a first period over. 
it hit last game. We'll see if you want if you want to jump in on that. You can do that as well uh, if you want something extra here today. But the plays for today, one pending half a unit NBA player prop. We'll hit you guys. I'll give it to you in the Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat. Rams minus four. Kyron Williams over eight, nine and a half yards rushing for a half a unit over six and a half Vancouver and Dallas for 1.1 units. Let's build off of yesterday's good day. Let's keep it going. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me across all socials at Sports Talk Matt every morning. The Daily Juice podcast being brought to you by OmahaSteaks.com.